Indeed, it was the infamous trial in 1989 that found Dodd at his lowest ebb. For one so ferociously private, the experience of having the more intimate details of his life paraded before a panting nation was a nightmare made flesh. There's clearly more to Ken Dodd than the amiable buffoon he chooses to present to the world. Because he's always been his own man, he's never been subjected to the vagaries of fashion. He's never experienced the seesaw career of his contemporaries sliding into and out of favour. The words doddy and trendy remain obstinately unlikely bedfellows. Like Corrie or Sciatica, Doddy is just there. We take him for granted. Let's appreciate him while we still can. Whole forests have been sacrificed in a bid to remind us that when it comes to comedy, the great, the good, and Cannon and Ball all hell from the north of England. Les Dawson and Steve Coogan are from Manchester. Morecambe and Wise hail from Morecambe and Leeds, respectively. Tubby Turner came from Preston. Victoria Wood from Prestwich, Johnny Vegas from St Helens, and Peter Kay from Bolton. Liverpool alone has given us Billy Bennett, Harry Weldon, Stan Boardman, Arthur Askey, Tom O'Connor, Bernie Clifton, Les Dennis, Leonard Rossiter, Ricky Tomlinson, oh, uh, and some bloke called Ken Dodd. But then where does that leave the likes of Norman Wisdom, Tony Hancock, Peter Sellers, Kenneth Williams, Peter Cook, Spike Milligan, Ricky Gervais and Paul Merton in the comedy landscape. It's impossible to prove whether the North has produced more or fewer comics than the South. Funny is funny regardless of geography, history, gender or background. Some folk are quite simply hilarious, others are not. Some are Morecambe and Wise, others are little and large. Acutely aware of the North-South comic divide, Dodd was initially wary of taking on the London Palladium in 1965. The fear of being rejected, as countless northern acts had before him, weighed heavily on his mind. He needn't have worried. The record-breaking 42-week run made him the hottest comic property in the land. As he revealed to Michael Billington in How Tickled I Am, the medium of television had played a vital role in paving the way for northern performers to be more readily accepted by a London audience. TV, says Ken, being a a great leveller, has broken down a lot of this North versus South thing. In the old days, a Cockney comedian would never play the North. I think only Max Miller ever got away with it. And a flat-hat Ebar gum comedian couldn't go South. But the Liverpudlian is a breed on his own. We don't wear flat hats and say, nay then, Sithy. And we have our own accents and our own culture. Dodd himself believes it's the ethnic mix that makes Merseyside, or rather, Murphyside, as he waggishly dubbed it in a Guardian article published in June 2003 to commemorate Liverpool's becoming European city of culture. A city of laughter. The humour has developed, says Ken, because Liverpool is a melting pot of different cultures. There's been an influx of Welsh, English, Scots and Irish people which has given us a diverse view of life and sense of humour. It's a humour which can perceive incongruity and see oddness from a different perspective. It's a typical Dodd analysis, thoughtful and considered, although given Liverpool's naval associations, perhaps he's overlooked the potential influence that a host of international visitors might have had on the city over the years.
Regional differences really only matter when you're touring, and Dodd tours incessantly. It's then that his cerebral approach to laughter-making and his thorough knowledge of the local variations in the British sense of humour come to the fore. It's these crucial factors that have made such a major contribution to Dodd's continuing success. He knows more than most, perhaps more than anyone, what goes down well where, and more importantly, what doesn't. As he's keen to observe, you can tell a joke in Glasgow, it'll get big laughs, but in Manchester they won't laugh. And the reason why? Because they can't hear it. It's no secret that over the years Dodd has painstakingly collated his famous Giggle Map of Britain. Following each performance, he'll assiduously note the date, the season, whether first or second house, time on and time off, audience capacity, how it went, what worked, what didn't.